All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Can you see it? Did you notice? Check when the puck comes right to Pedersen who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments no. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hey. 
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, uh, brought to you, for the time being, by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. Oh, yeah. The good open, folks over there. You want to open a pack? Yeah, what do I got here? Um, first of all, before we get to that, look at the mountains. Okay? Come on. If you're on YouTube, just the snow-tipped, beautiful mountains. Gorgeous out there. I tell you, it's a beautiful day. Just the right amount of snow last night you to know, make the mountains beautiful. Our colleagues, uh, yeah. Nick Alberga, Jay, Jay Rosell. Oh, we'll get in, to them. Well, in Toronto, they're complaining about snow. Edmonton, no surprise, they're complaining about snow too. You look here, snow's only on top of the mountains here. Listen, I'm not complaining about any of the snow Although we got going on here. it's supposed to snow five centimeters on Friday uh, or Saturday, Sunday, hey, I there's believe. a sky train, too, on YouTube. Look at that. Perfect timing. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's supposed to be some snow, so this city will shut down. Thankfully, it's on a weekend, yeah, uh, so we'll be okay. But, uh, so yeah, promo code hockey season capital H, capital S, over oh, at yeah. Zephyr I got a pack, Epic. I got a pack of uh, CHL. This is the, I tell you, I'm searching for a Connor Bedard rookie. I'm going to rip right through it real quick. There I am. Look at that. I'm going to rip right through it. You can talk about the, the, do the promo codes again. They have got you covered for all of your trading card needs. Be sure to go check them out. Uh, online, Z-E-P-H-Y-R, epic.com. That is also on all platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. They've got giveaways. They've got a lot of stuff uh, to kind of have you covered for all of your trading card needs. You pull anything nice? Yep. What'd you get? He said it was nice, folks. Why are you even flipping through the base cards? What's the nice one? Well, Let's see. maybe there's a Connor Bernard. Uh, Brandon Yeager. Tell you what, he's going to go high in the draft. Okay, that's a good card. Oh, look at that, eh? Braden Jaeger. Braden Jaeger, yep. You called him Brandon. Well, the why it's uh it's a weird font on these cards. I was going to say I knew it's Braden Jaeger. I know this guy. Plays for the the uh, Warriors. Moose Jaw Warriors, I think. As you look at his hockey card, that says as much. I'll double check here. All right, let's get on with it. My name is Dave Cadrelli. Yep. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer today is Alex Lard, And, of course, this is the Canucks Conversation Podcast. Chris, yep. where should we start today? Canucks in action tonight, recording this on Thursday, February 23rd. Uh, Canucks are in action tonight against St. Louis Blues. 5 o'clock puck drop tonight. Oh, yeah, 5 o'clock puck drop tonight. Uh, tonight. Had a, I went out to a comedy show last night. My first ever comedy show. Took the Sky Train. Was wearing a toque. One of those long coats. I, I looked like a real Vancouverite last night. Went to a comedy show last night. What was your experience? Is that your first time on Sky Train? No, no, no. I've taken Can I just it. point out, we've had a couple comedy shows. You, you, you've, done a com- <laughs> you've done a couple comedy shows. Well, the first, first five minutes sometimes you'd say it could be a comedy show on accident here. So the quads, I, I tell you, if I brought quads to that show yesterday, like four minutes in, he'd be like, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's go do something about hockey. Why? I love comedy That's shows. That's what I'm saying. The top of the show here, this show's a comedy show sometimes, oh. too, and you're speeding right through it. Yeah, You'd that be went out right over my head. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I find it fascinating. That's you get Yankees, The different uh, trains, I find it fascinating. You know? Mm. Like, the new trains, the old, old ones that I've seen people, myself included, yep. sometimes just wait for the next one because they're mm. so dingy. These sky trains. Did you ride one of the nice ones? Couldn't tell you. Uh, I'll tell you as it, as it goes by, I'll tell you what a nice had one a medical is. emergency on the, the sky train on the way back. Oh, no. Yep. You did? No, 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 oh. not me. Oh, okay. Guy in the corner, he's passed out there, had brought the transit folks on. They got an ambulance down at the end there. Jeez. But I I, I didn't laugh once at the comedy show. I thought you meant at the guy. I was no, say, no, I good. didn't. Don't make me look like a bad person. No, I didn't laugh once out loud at the comedy show, but mm-hmm. I smiled quite often. Yeah. I smiled quite often. A lot of people really, you know I don't laugh a lot. 
No, you don't. No, I I, uh, I smile a lot and I have a good time a lot. Sorry, was the guy okay? I'm really curious about this medical emergency now. Do you know any any update? Nothing. He he had a pulse. Yeah, he, he was. was uh, yeah, he was just. He was. You know, he was out in the corner there. Okay. Was, Hopefully, I hope he's okay. all good. He had a yeah. pulse. Okay. Hopefully, he's okay. So the guy. Yeah. So I went to the comedy show last night. The Rio Theater. You ever been to this place? Yeah. Yeah. Cool little spot. Nice little theater. They got a balcony up there. Uh, enjoyed the my comedy show there. It was good. Uh, good show. It was a a uh, a guy who's a podcaster doing uh, stand up. Any thoughts behind you going down that route, doing I was a little stand up? Two of us. You know, uh, what's that guy's name? Jeff Ross. And who's the guy? They do roast battles or whatever. Jeff Ross. Yeah, but who's the other guy? He he does it with someone. Couldn't tell you. The he only just guy said I the know. name I knew. Jeff Ross is the <laughs> okay. the the guy who does all the roasts. Yeah, thank you. Are you talking about Kill Tony? Uh, sounds right. I I genuinely don't know. Could be Comedy Central. They they're the ones with all the roasts. Yeah. Thank Jeff, you, Jeff Ross. He always shows up. Uh, yeah, he, that's all he does, right? Uh, he does stand up, but yeah, he, roasting yeah. is kind of his thing. Okay, yeah. enough here. Let's get moving. Well, no, I'm I'm in a good mood today, and there's one reason why. The chat's gonna kill me. I'm back on him. Back on the energy drinks. So I'm feeling good. Listen, the other day I had one for the first time in 12 days. You know how much work I got done? You know this. I heard you say this on Halford and Bruff. And you said, yeah, maybe it's not the best for your health or whatever, but at least I got a bunch of work done. Yep. I just, you know, the other day, what have I done in the last 48 hours? Probably watched 30 hockey games. You got to get on a regular sleep schedule. 30 hockey games, I You got to get on a regular schedule. Sleep schedule. You got to start working out. Last at night the I was out time. at twelve twelve forty five. I'm out. Okay. Anyways, can can we move on here? Nathan Junior. makes a great point in the chat. Nathan said, "Is this a sports show?" Question mark. I'd like to know myself, Nathan. Can we get moving here? Unhitch the trailer. Here we go. Put my mic down. You don't need to put your mic down. I need you to do the show. We're gonna talk uh, Vancouver Canucks. Atu Ratu. No, let's start with the, the jerseys. Up. Which jerseys? Oh, yes. Okay, sure. Jeez, I'm actually okay with this. Let's start with this. Um, the Vancouver Canucks oh. unveiling their First Nation celebration jersey oh, designed good. by Jay Ojik, who is the cousin of the late and great Gino Ojik. For those of you on the YouTube, you see there Ethan Bear uh, modeling it. I, I got to be honest with you. I really liked the Chinese New Year one they did. I like this one more. Like I, yeah, I think this is. And, and the reason I compare the two is because both are a take on the skate logo, Right. right. I like this one better. This jersey is tremendous. This like, might yeah. be the best one that I've seen. Like, because they do all these, uh, all the the special nights uh, and stuff. This one, and you know, I got the uh, the Lunar New Year one, the Year of the Rat, my Louis Erickson jersey. Yes, that's my that's a great one to have. But I tell you, this thing, the only thing about this jersey that I don't like is that Canucks fans they want one have to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars for this thing. Okay, this. Like, this is the one that uh, I haven't bought one of the T-shirts yet. This is the one I'd like. This thing is gorgeous. I love the look of it. The colors look amazing. The The logo, just such a perfect job of transitioning, the, you know, the Canucks flying skate into that. Is it is it an eagle looking down? It's some sort of bird, right? Like, flying down. Is that what I see? Like, a hawk type of thing? We see them outside the window here all the time. Outside Raven, the, maybe. We've seen ravens. Yeah, could be that. But I tell you, it's How are you going to name birds? <laughs> We, we should probably know what it is. Like we, prob- yeah, we could probably, probably find out very easily if we yeah. just text someone. Anyways, um, yeah, so I like the jersey. Here's my They're going to be wearing it on March 2nd for warm-up. The NHL, is are, is the NHL the reason why they can't wear this just in a game? Like, why can't they wear that in a game? It's gorgeous. I, I absolutely they agree have, with you. They 100% have 
like the jerseys they're wearing in warm up aren't made of like paper. Like you know, they're they're legit jerseys. They sell for seven fifty. They sell for seven fifty. I mean, that's that's crazy. But why not let them wear these things? Like the NBA, do you know how I think the NBA works like this? And I stand to be corrected, but the NBA, the more playoff rounds you win, the more jerseys you can unlock for the next season to wear. I think that's how it works. No way, is it really? Yeah, I think it, it, it's a way of like the the more playoff series, or maybe yeah, I think that's what it is. The more playoff series you win, like the teams that are that have won a lot, like you see how many different jerseys do you see the Golden State Warriors wearing? Like they yeah, got like no, 18 different point. jerseys, that right? That might actually incentivize the Canucks to build a playoff winner because they love their jerseys. Well, that's the thing. But even at the same time, let them wear it. Like, wear it during the game. It'd be beautiful. Uh, Sean says Thunderbird, maybe. That's a good point. Yeah. Got the lightning bolts in there. Thank you, Sean. Anyways, I just... 750 bucks. It's too bad. But uh, they'll, they'll have t-shirts. and The hoodies are 150 bucks on their own, too, though. The t-shirt's like 35 bucks. It's, the t-shirt it's, for 35 I don't know. Yeah, you I'm, know what? Let's not get Here's into this. The, well, the problem with t-shirts is, like, back in the day, listen, I'd go down to the States. I'd hit Zoomies up on uh, before I'd go pre, pre-school shopping. I'd be picking up t-shirts, seven bucks. Pre-school I, shopping. Yeah, before school. Uh, school supply shopping, right? What's it called? Not preschool shopping. No, I was doing it before preschool, too, man. And don't worry about that. I, I, I was going before school. Uh, in the summertime, down to the outlet malls down there in Seattle. Lisa knows what I'm talking about. The outlet malls down there. It's 7 bucks a shirt. You go down there now. Cheapest shirt you're getting is 24 bucks. Yeah. That's American. That's 40 bucks Canadian. T-shirts are expensive now. <laughs> T-shirts are expensive now. Throw that on a graphic. All right, let's go. Ratty time. Okay. Aturatu gets the call up for Mavericks. It comes as a bit of a surprise for a few people. Phil DiGiuseppe gets sent down. Uh, he is the odd man out. Uh, that had more to do with waivers. If he played one more game, he would have required waivers. Uh, they want him to be eligible to play in the AHL. Let's not read into that too much. Talk it kind of talked about that today. Uh, said I kind of see both sides of it where he likes the player, but he understands that he'd like to have he the really player around. He really likes DiGiuseppe. Like he, Giuseppe. he really he kind of talked about it today in the media availability of like DiGiuseppe has been the guy buying in, right? Really buying into. We, we were joking about it before the show started. The new little things. Phil DiGiuseppe, your guy. Uh, yeah, it got called little things, uh, Phil. Yeah. Um, okay, so Aturatu, does it surprise you at all that he's the one that gets the call up? We've talked about this a little bit, uh, and you had an interesting chat with him um, on Monday. F- Monday. A couple yes. days ago. So, so talk about that, because, you know, we you, you mentioned it in your Donnie and Dolly hit. Nice job on that, by the way. Uh, you kind of mentioned that, you know, life has been hard for him uh, since coming to Abbotsford and yeah. just the Canucks organization as a whole. Yeah. Let's uh, let's pull this up. Actually, I, so I went up with uh, with Tommy Koivin and my pal. Uh, you know, I've talked about Tommy on the show before. He had a, about a fifteen minute chat with Atiratu. Can I pull this finish word up here? This is this is great. This is finish word. So it's been a struggle for Atiratu in Abbotsford just to adjust to everything. And he used this word, and I was going through it in the. Uh, I read Tommy's article where uh, where you know Ratu was talking about how difficult it's been. A lot of things. This this word here is what he used, and I had to look it up. I had to ask Tommy for the definition of it. This is the definition. Uh, hoteliculoma. Hoteli, hoteliculoma. Boredom caused by an extended stay in a hotel. Because that's, uh, that's what he's sitting in right now in Abbotsford. He's on the road, obviously, with the Vancouver yeah. Canucks now. But before, you know, you're just living in a hotel. You're going to the mall. You're not eating the best food. It was difficult. This is what I've been talking about for the last little bit. Read through the article of Tommy the other day, and here's a quote from Ratu from his article Says it, it, you know, he hasn't been able to find that many friends yet on the team. He said all the guys in the room are really nice, but it takes a little bit longer with some of the foreigners. Doesn't have a Finnish guy to kind of, you know, introduce him to the group of guys and, and be able to do stuff away from the rink. He's got his girlfriend over there. They're playing a lot of golf. That's all great. That's good stuff. 
well, you know, you, you got you to gotta have some friends. And, and he said, like, all the guys have been good to him. I, I think this move up to the NHL, it, it doesn't surprise me because I really think a lot of it is just for him to be in a better spot mentally about the organization. That's what I think this is. Could, could Ratu be up here for, you know, until Saturday and then go back down to Abitur? Wouldn't shock me at all. He might play this game and be back be back in the uh, AHL after. Like, it wouldn't shock me at all. I think this is just a little boost for him. We'll see what happens. He's going to play left wing tonight. He's playing on a... Let's get the lines up uh, there now. I actually kind of deceived you a little bit. Okay. Because I sent you those lines from our source. Yep. But my source actually texted me after that. And I didn't get this to you, and I feel bad about it. Yep. He said, looks like Raddy is going to... Raddy. Raddy. No, okay. We'll is going to center... That line really? uh, with Sheldon Dries and Vasily Podkolzin. Okay, well, now we got the graphic up there. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're right. Like, Sheldon Dries, Vasily Podkolzin, that's going to be the line. I-, I wanted to see him play center. He should be playing center. Uh, and he- Brock Besser back in the top six. That's right. Brock Besser back there with Connor Garland. JT Miller, you can keep that Pedersen line together. It'll be That's the thing. When I saw that Ratu was on the wing, so this changes my thought process a little bit on it. I-, I want him to play center. I want him to be in that 3C role because that's where I think the Canucks hope that he projects into, right? He should be the third guy behind Miller and Pedersen. This is a high-level prospect. This is a 20-year-old kid who's already had a little bit of success in the NHL, had a decent amount of success in the AHL before he came to Abbotsford. But you want him to be a center. You kind of need him to be a center to make that trade work with the with the Bo Horvat return because, yeah, the first-round pick's going to be great. I, I still think it's just going to – like, I don't think it's uh, – it would be great if it was an unprotected pick going into next year. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Islanders are going to – they're playing some pretty good hockey right now. Bo Horvat's carrying that team. You see the assist last night in the game winner? Oh, Horvat's looking good in uh, number 14 over there with the Islanders. I think the Canucks are going to end up picking like 15th, 16th in this year's draft, which is fine. Like, it's totally fine. But then you really want to have – I don't want to say more pressure, but more put onto Ratu's plate of like, okay, well, let's make him the 3C moving forward. He's got all these offensive skills and a lot of potential to see what he can do. How do you round out his game? It's interesting to get him to the NHL. I guess they're just making a look, you know, having a good look at this kid right now uh, to see what happens moving forward with him. But expect tonight to see a player with really good hands, a good shot. But keep an eye on him in the pace, okay? Like, that's the thing. With him and his pace, I've been really impressed at times. I'm like, wow, he has some good full speed. Like, I I always, I wish there was a better way for me to explain this because I say this all the time, like, it's not about the mat, like the top speed that he gets to. It's almost like when you're playing those racing car games and your top speed is like five stars out of five stars. And then there's like acceleration and handling. His acceleration and handling are the things that's lacking. When he gets up to full speed and he's flying down the ice, good pace. But the acceleration and the handling that he has, it's not as great as, as what you kind of hope for from this kid. So I think that's something you can work on, right? Like this is what a skating coach can do for you. This is what you would like to see him do as he improves and really focuses on some things. You want him to be a, a guy that you can trust to not only play good offensively or defensively, but be able to keep up with the pace of play in the NHL. It's going to be a massive jump. Uh, and I've heard a lot of people out there say, oh, like his game translates better to the NHL because there's more structure. There's more this and more that. I get it, but you're going to have to see him still develop. Like you don't just put him in the NHL now and it's like, well, he looks better here. Like let's keep him here and just roll with it. Do you remember when Jim Benning said that about Ollie Levy? That's a throwback. Yeah, well, finished uh, prospect. He said, well, yeah, actually, I think he's going to be better in the NHL because there's more structure here. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that was the exact quote. No, I think you're right from Jim Benning at the time about uh, Ollie Levy. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Continue. No, and then, I mean you might see that. Like he he told me on Monday he's been playing horrible. In the HL. And he wasn't great. 
you might have a good jump here and kind of a nice boost being in the NHL. I just don't think it's the best spot right now. And he's 20, okay? He's 20 years old. He's got so much room to grow. He's got such potential. I really like the prospect. I think the development is better for him in the AHL right now to work on things. But I think right now, like today's present day, maybe it is okay to have him in the NHL, right? Because things weren't going great for him in the A. Maybe this gives him a little boost, helps him later on when they actually hit the AHL playoffs and that kind of stretch run where the game's... Listen, man, a month from now, the games in the AHL are going to be more important than the NHL when it comes to wins, right? You're going to want to have home ice advantage throughout the AHL playoffs. You, you want that three-game play-in series, which is just ridiculous in the AHL. In the Pacific Division, it's so weird. But you want to host that. Like You want to be hosting those three games, and you want to be playing good hockey at home with a, with a roster that you think. And this is why... You can see a focus from management. They're, they're, they don't want to lose Phil DiGiuseppe. They want him down there for that AHL run. They're going to still have the option to put Pod Colson down there. They're keeping Jack Rathbone to really figure out his game. We'll get to that part now because Guillaume Breezeball is the other name that got called up. How surprised were you when, it, when you found out that it was Breezeball coming up here? I was more surprised to see that Breezeball is like the fourth longest tenured Canuck. He's, he's the number one. No, he's not. Yeah. No, Elise Pedersen has been here longer. No, Breezeball has been in the organization longer. Oh, been in the, yes. Well, yeah. Brock Bester was drafted around before him, so that's wrong. Okay. By minutes, I think. <laughs> but Are you it, sure? He wasn't the year before? Uh, no, the, uh, it was the round after Bester, mm. or sec, two rounds after Bester, because right. it was 2015 uh, entry draft for Breezer. Okay. The, Breezer, eh? Your buddies with him? That's what we call him. Him and his, me and his boys, that's what we call him. Boys? Um, that's right. But, no, in all seriousness, I was actually very shocked. Like, his first season was 2018-19, same season as um, Pedersen. Besser made his, made his debut before that. You know, he's a great, uh, he's a great just AHL veteran defenseman, right? Like, this is a guy that you like to have around the AHL, but we'll see what happens. And I tell you what, these guys that are getting uh, called up and put into a spot where they play with Tyler Myers, we saw what Myers did last game with Riley Stillman as his partner. And I tell you what, this is a tough spot to be in for Breezeball. Well, Landon, well, Landon made Myers look okay. And I'll tell you what, Chris. But he didn't play that much with Myers. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, he looked he did. good with Luke Shen. No, he actually played more minutes with Myers than Stillman did. Stillman and Myers did really five minutes day? together. Hmm. Well, Landon and Myers had nine minutes together. I was stunned to read that, Chris, because the only thing I can remember is those god awful five oh. minutes of Myers and Stillman, where Myers, in all seriousness, played. I, I would say the worst game I've ever seen him play in a Canucks uniform. But aside from that, back to Breezer, the real matter at Breezer. hand here. That's that's what he goes by. That's his Instagram handle. You got to get on the Instagram, bud. I'm on the Instagram there. I put up a story and stuff. Breezeball made one, had, what does he have, one game this year in the NHL? Yeah, he's got one game this year. He was good. He was good in that game. I did Sanchez that night, and I, I very clearly remember looking at him saying, hey, that was like a pretty good game. And and Bruce Boudreaux, same thing afterwards, said that was a good game by him, and then yeah, Stillman's in the lineup the next game. I don't think it's going to be that way anymore. And, and Talkit spoke today, um, as we continue to quickly preview the game here. Talkit spoke today, and he said, I hate to say it, but this is almost like an extended training camp yeah. when he was asked by Sportsnet Ian, Sportsnet's Ian McIntyre about um, getting a look at these guys at the NHL level if the end of the season is a good chance for him to see what he has in certain players in these AHL call-ups. And that's the subject of our Atlas Goods poll question. Do you well, have anything else before I get to that? Yeah, we want to get to the... Uh, somebody asked about Jack Rathbone. Listen, I think he's got to work on his game a little bit more. He's not... Um, because of the injury coming back, he's still rusty. Okay, He's going to he's gonna take a little bit more time. Keep playing him in the AHL. Keep getting him top minutes. Now that Willanen's gone, Rathbone's getting all those minutes. He's getting the time on the first power play unit. Uh, you like that stuff for Jack Rathbone right now. But that, that didn't surprise me that he didn't get the call-up. 
I, I was I was a little surprised it was Breezeball, not Juleson, because I thought Juleson would come up with uh, Luke Shen being, you know, back here in Vancouver uh, and looking like he might need a right shot guy. Uh, but Breezeball, you can play the right side too. Keep, keep that in note here if we see moving forward. Uh, let's get the Luke Shen update, actually, from these guys. Uh, they got this small little <laughs> YouTube channel over there, uh, uh, the Leafs Network. Leafs, Leafs Nation. Nation. No, I don't even know. Uh, those guys over there, they got this little channel that uh, not many subscribers and stuff. Uh, but uh, Luke Shen update. Let's hear. Uh, From let's, Jay Rosehill, who's Jay a Rosehill. friend of Luke Shen's. Friend. Luke's been on the show before. Yep. Uh, this is what Jay had to say about Shen when asked by Nick Alberga. Your guy, Luke Shen. Is there an update on that front? He's just wasting away on the couch right now or what? Uh, he's basically helping his wife pack. They are due in about a week and a half with their third kid, and uh, it is a it is a cluster of a a cluster. You know what in his life right now, trying to figure out where he's going, if he's going packing, where they're going to live. Is she able to fly anywhere? You're going to have to sort out private jets just to get his family there, since she's not allowed to fly, or else risk very much so not seeing the birth of your of your child, which is basically not really an option for him. He's a big time family man, so. It's uh, it's a mess out there. Okay, I'm sorry, I cut out there. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna wonder. Oh, that's my bad. It, well, no, that, it's not your bad. That no. was the clip that they posted. That's I, what I'm the saying. Clip they posted cut out. But anyways, uh, quickly here, I he's Jay big Toronto media up, guys. Jay brought up the uh, private jet aspect of it. I think if the Canucks trade him, and it looks like that's gonna happen, I think they they should they should be the ones to send that private jet. It shouldn't be out of pocket for Shen. Yeah, listen, I'm not a big. Uh, Big smart man when it comes to I think pregnancies. that's a classy so move. I don't know how I know, but I don't even know about flying when you're that close to be to giving birth. No, exactly. You don't want to be in the what are it, they called? The mile high club giving birth. It's the opposite. It's you pop still, a baby out. It's still the family, right? Like I, sure, I think yeah, yeah. the insinuation here is, you know, um could be after the birth, right? Like Luke's gonna be there for the birth, that's what he wants. Yeah. But then afterwards, how's he going to get uh, oh, okay. moving? But then again, if that's the I, case, I just, he'll you know, be on a new team, and I, I hope that the team uh, then pays for his family. Yeah, crazy little, just a wild situation. It is. It, it, I mean, as to be said, due on the trade deadline in a UFA year, like just a tough, tough spot. But like you know, like Jay said, there, uh, family man, it's got to be there for his wife. Good stuff. You like to see that. Okay. Uh, uh, final thing before I, we get to the poll. I have a quick thing before the poll. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so I this wasn't might, on the might show be on the same thing here. I wasn't on the show on Wednesday. Harmon was here yesterday. I didn't get a chance to say this, but how concerning is it that the Canucks are like an objectively better team when OEL and Myers are nowhere near this team? Oof. Like that's scary. Like Christian Willanen, thirteen million dollars looked absolutely fine. I I I'm actually convinced. How long I've been saying that Willanen's an NHL? I've been saying it. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking about Guillaume Breezeball now. I, I'm convinced yeah, he that might not be one. putting Breezeball on the right side, you'd have similar, if not better, results as what Myers gave you in the last game. Now, I'm a Myers truther, right? Yeah, you are. Myers at his best is obviously better than Guillaume Breezeball. Turn it on your own here. But, no, I, I'm pumping up Breezer, my other guy. Um, that being said, Chris, like... It's very concerning, especially with OEL. Like, OEL's out of the lineup. They call up the guy from the AHL and Christian Willane, and they look like a better team. And they can't send OEL down. That's not an option. He's got a no-move clause. Mm. It's just... And again, I know I'm stating the obvious. I just didn't get a chance to say it on Wednesday, so I absolutely had to get that in. Yeah, well, he's scooting around on his scooter now, OEL, so he's not coming back anytime soon here. No. And Lazar, same thing, not on the trip. Yeah, Lazar. He'll be, but go. they're back here on uh, Saturday, right? Yeah. Boston? Yes. That should be a great game. Should you know, be a what? Boston, I, I I think I heard this on the Merrick show. Mm. Boston has not, or, or once, they've either done it never 
or once this season have they lost in regulation after leading after the first period? They've not blown a lead and lost in regulation. They got like three three losses all year. That yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. That team's insanely good. It'll be interesting to see what happens with with the Bruins. Like, could they get ultra aggressive and go after? One of the big, like, if they go after one of these, I don't know what their cap situation is, but I think they have, is it Craig Smith, I believe, is making like $4 million or $3 million or something? Yeah. He's kind of in that range of a player coming back, make some money for this group. I tell you, that Man. Boston team, if they if they can add anything in that, and the thing that they add fits, I mean, what are the odds? Give me the Betway odds on that. As give soon, me, as, give as, soon me, as the deadline's over, I'm, I'm, that will be our bets of the day here. Give me Craig Smith and Mike Riley, Mike Riley's Boom. contract and Craig Smith together. And throw in a first round pick like that's and, and Noah Strang sure. over at Canucks Army wrote a really good article about this today oh, because we guy. saw I yesterday like we didn't really break it down or anything but uh, the Chicago and Ottawa trade that was made yesterday mm-hmm. the Blackhawks basically buying draft capital uh, Noah looking at some situations where the Canucks could do something similar that's over at CanucksArmy.com we're not going to dive into it right now but one of the players on that list Chris Craig Smith should be. And throw in Mike be. Riley too. Like, like, figure it out. You, you, you can make this work. Anyways, get all that cap space, put it into something, throw it against the wall, bounce back with a first round pick. Laughing about it, or at least the value of you know, get some seconds, get some thirds, get involved. Okay. Okay. Poll question. You get a, no, not yet. Because okay. I thought here's the thing. You come in here and you're like, oh, there's something I, I gotta get. I gotta get this in. I gotta get this in before we get to the poll question. Not even talking about Ar- Archer Seelock's getting his third career start tonight. It looks like too. Yeah. You don't care. What do you want me to say? I don't know. What's what's the problem? Now that he's in the NHL, you don't like him anymore? I, I like you him. You don't like him anymore now. I think I've said more than enough about Seelovs over the past week. You know, he's getting his third start. It's a big deal. It, it's say, not a big deal. It doesn't surprise me. He should say, be splitting starts down the stretch. Third third start's a big deal. You know, third date's a big deal. Three days without energy drinks, that's a big deal. Third start, apparently. Throw it out the window. You don't give a damn. Okay. Our poll question. Let's get to it. Uh, yeah, there it is. I didn't know Alex had the arty party music back there. He's ready to go at all times. Okay, our poll question today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Uh, bring it up, Alex. Brought to you by the he's great busy. folks. He's, he's having a party over there. <laughs> Brought to you by the great folks over at Atlas Goods. Go to atlasgds.com. Use promo code CC15 for 15% off your first order of pop rinds. Hold on. These Talk are the about best the pop rinds. pork rinds. I know. Straight from your microwave your script. or air fryer. It's not a script. I, it's all off the top of my uh, head. What are you pulling up there then? It's off the top of my head. That's not even in the tweet. You, you wrote the tweet. Here. You don't even remember what you write. I it is the perfect zero carb Look snack. at them. For, hold on. Stop right there, Alex. Look at that bowl of them. That, first of all, that's what you do. You put them in one of those clear bowls. Look gorgeous. But you know what's missing in this photo? It's the seasoning. You put a little bit of seasoning on top, just the right amount. Some people have been telling me you just do a little salt on it, and that's all you need. They're delicious. High protein. Uh some other stuff too in there high protein though for those things and local you support local here good folks down there on surrey right yes boom one bag 30 cups of pop rinds look at them bacon flavor original flavor check them out just give it a go because here i tell i've said this enough but the only pork rinds you see in the mar- out in the market in the stores is that dirty old yellow bag of them and you know what i'm talking about I you see them at the grocery store the gas stations those things suck you do these ones, you do these pop rinds, you put them fresh in the air fryer, a little bit of spray on there, canola oil, microwave even. These are a hundred times know, better than that thing crap is, in the bag at the grocery stores. And people always say this, they're like, oh, what's pork this rinds now? are gross or whatever, right? They're like, oh, I would never It's because they've rinds. only had those crappy no, bags. Here's the thing. Anybody that has tried these, oh, I know. we've never heard anybody say, hey, I bought them off your recommendation, and you're right, they suck. We've actually had more people, far, actually, since we've had zero of those, we've had way more people reach out and say, you know what, I tried them off your recommendation, and they were actually a lot people different than what I was People are blown away by the pork rinds. We don't, uh, They're warm. It, it, I like oh. them warm, personally. Okay, we're spending too much time on this. Uh, AtlasGDS.com. Our poll questions today. Which of these three AHLers would you like to see get three to seven games in the NHL this season? Linus Carlson, Danilo Klimovich, Arshdeep Baines, and as always, I'm angry. I'm going to set Alex up here because Alex is about to vote, and we know Alex is a man of the people. I'm going to bet that Alex picks the right one here. Go ahead, Alex. What do you got? Because he's, he's so that's the thing. Alex is in Ottawa. He's not watching AHL hockey, but he knows because he, he produces this show. He hears a lot of AHL talk. Let's see where he goes. Pressure's on, Alex. That's <laughs> a fine answer. Alex going with Danilo Klimovich. Let's see what the well, voters that's, went that's with. That's who Alex wants to see for sure. Let's see what the voters went with. 46% saying Linus Carlson. 25% saying Danilo Klimovich. 20% saying Archdeep Baines. 9% saying they are angry. Where did you vote for this one? Because I, 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 went, I went in the minority here. Yeah. I said Archdeep Baines. I like Archdeep Baines too. The Canucks have no centers that I'm excited about. None. Let me see Archdeep Baines in a fourth line role. Give him some defensive so the question, matchups. Read the words of the question. Which yeah. of these three AHLs would you like to see get three to seven games? Not which one do you think we are? Like, listen, if, if it's who is going to play out of these three for sure, it's Linus Carlson. There's no competition. Like, Carlson yeah. is the guy who's closest to being. Uh, or maybe not close, but like most uh, deserving from his season so far. He's the next man up to get a go, right? Like he's the next man to get a go. I'd love to see our plus his beans. contract situation says it will. Right? He's twenty three. Mm-hmm. He's kind of going to have to get that tryout at some point here. Yeah, exactly. Klimovich look at Alex. Alex. Yeah, look at this. Eh? HL guy, Alex. I like it. No, I mean, and Alex is right. He's the oldest of the group, right? He's the guy who's played the most pro hockey. He's played over in Sweden. He's in his first year of the AHL now, and, and he's produced. He's come here and been as advertised. I, actually, I'd say better. Like, I, I knew Linus Carlson was going to come in here and score power play goals. 
I didn't think he was going to be as physical as he is at five on five as a guy who, listen, he's had a, he's had a cage on for half the season. Cause he's, you know, he's getting in battles all the time. And then as soon as the cage came off next game, boom, he's getting, he's bleeding everywhere. He's cutting, he's got cuts all over his face now, but uh, he's, he's banging. He could be a guy like I thought for him to have success at the NHL level, he was going to have to be like really good, like really good offensively and be a top six player. He might be able to fit into a bottom six if he can play into that role. But the guy who I love for a bottom six role, it's our Steve Baines. Okay. This guy is, he's like, I, I'm pretty confident in saying this. He is the smartest on ice hockey player on that Abbotsford Canucks team. He, he understands not only where the puck is and where he should be, but where the puck is going and where he should be going to himself. Like he really gets it. He, he is a smart player. You saw it in the, uh, like I, I heard from uh, his coach Sutter out there uh, with red deer. Right. And like, I, he told me like, he's, he's a smart player. He gets it. He works hard in practice. He's just so smart and understands the game. And when you hear that, you're like, okay, like I I get it. Like, you know, he's, he's making a lot of good plays. You can really see it at the AHL level. Like, Making that adjustment from the dub to the AHL took like five to ten games from him, and then he was just locked in, always in the right position, doing a really good job. And I think a lot of the the success from Danilo Klimovich this year is coming from Baines, because because Baines and Klimovich they've been attached to the hip since Penticton. He's a, he's a smart player. He works hard, and he's one of these guys like Kyle Burrows who you throw a Canucks jersey on a local kid, they're gonna go through a wall for you. If you can turn. Archie Baines into like a Brandon Sutter or a Jay Beagle. These players that we complained about for years. That's a massive win for this organization. Oh, local kids, man. Local kid. And, and hang on a sec, Chris, because how long have we complained about the Canucks just loading up their bottom six with either overpaid veterans or young players that shouldn't even be in the position to play in the bottom six and try and do something they're not going to do, yeah. which is play a checking role or whatever. Let this guy be your defense first center because you don't really have it right now. Like, mm-hmm. Elias Patterson's, you know, no slouch when it comes to the defensive side of the game. You need him to score goals. Like, I, I, again, I, I want to see our steep. And here's the shot. other thing, okay? The most likely scenario. So you look at these three players. You look at Archie Baines, you look at Linus Carlson, you look at Danilo Klimovich. The highest potential for Carlson is like top six player, right? Highest potential for Danilo Klimovich, top six player, right? The highest potential for Baines is just like an NHL bottom six player. I'd bet he's got the most likely chance of hitting that potential. Uh, like, yeah. I, like I think Klimovich has a lot of potential. He's just got a lot to work on. And still, over the past few weeks here, he's been struggling. He's been struggling quite a bit. Um, but I think Archie Baines, like, you don't the the potential for him is kind of it, there isn't uh, there isn't a ceiling. He keeps pushing it up and pushing it up because his play has been so good. How long? How often have we talked about the show over the years? Right, the over the years of doing this show, over four years doing this show, which is crazy to say, but like the jump from junior hockey to the AHL is massive. It's massive. Guy, you line up, you, you grab me a random WHL defenseman, anybody. I don't care if they're the best in the league or a middle or the worst in the league. Stand that guy up next to an NHL or an AHL defenseman. It's a man and a boy. That's how that's how big these leagues are. The jump from from CHL up into the A, it's massive. You're playing against boys, then you're playing against men. It is a huge jump, and Baines has not struggled with that jump at all. I tell you, he's he's been damn impressive, and I think he's one of these guys where, like I've said earlier, local kid, get him in a Canucks jersey. He loves it. He's playing for his team, for his city out there in Abbotsford. I bet he does the same when he gets to Vancouver one day, and I hope it's this season. I agree. No disagreement from me there. Okay, 
Uh, I want to get this in. Wigs for kids ahead oh, yeah. of your prospects report. You know what? This is the prospects Coming report. Coming near the end here for Joey Pitt. That's right. This is the prospects report brought to you by Wigs for oh, like Kids it. BC. The BCHL Surrey Eagles are proud to be partnered with Wigs for Kids BC and the BC Children's Hospital Foundation. Wigs for Kids BC provides funding to cover the cost of custom-made human hair wigs for children and teens at BC Children's who have suffered hair loss due to cancer treatment or other serious illnesses. Donations to Wigs for Kids BC also help families pay for medications and feeding supplies that are essential for treatment but not covered by their medical plan. When a child comes down with a serious illness like this, it takes an enormous toll on the entire family, both emotionally and financially. The assistance that Wigs for Kids BC provides makes the family's burden a little lighter so they can focus more of their time and energy on caring for their sick child. The Eagles play-by-play broadcaster. Good guy out there, Joey Pitt. Joey Pitt, who's got one heck of a head of hair. Little tongue twister there is trying to raise fifteen thousand dollars for Wigs for Kids BC this year, culminating in him shaving his head at the end of the season, which is just around the corner, folks, uh, and donating it to be made into a wig for a lucky kid in the province. Lofty goal, but here's the thing: in the end, you got to say this about Joey: the fact that he's committed to growing this hair. This hair is going to go on a child who who needs it and, and is going to be very appreciative. I I think what Joey's doing here is incredible stuff. So. Very happy to talk about that here on the show. The link is in the description if you want to donate. It's a great cause. Let's get that head of hair on a kid who uh, who deserves it. Love it. Good stuff from Joey. All right, and, uh, he caught me right in the mouth with that thing too. Prospects for it. Let's go. It's about seven. He's probably that's a good weight loss thing. He's going to lose a lot of weight when he takes that thing off. That's true, actually. Yeah, probably right. It's heavy. Well, you felt it against your face. Yeah. Well. Okay, let's well, prospects for it. Ooh. Yeah, Lisa says Joey has a mane of gold matches his heart of gold. Very much agree. And very well said, Lisa. Jeez. It's like a chapter of a book right there, it sounds like. Huh? What do you think? I think you got to do your prospect support. What are you doing over there? I'm now? trying to get clips ready for, you know, clips. doing your job, man. Doing your job. My job. That's right. Okay, let's go. Come on. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I got stuff to do, too. I'm getting clips ready for this actual segment here. You're looking too far ahead. All right. <laughs> Lucas Forcell. Not yet, Alex. Hold on. That's my my bad. I forgot. I should have told Alex that uh, I got the goal first here. We got to watch the goal. Uh, Lucas Forcell scored today in the SHL. Uh, Another great goal from Lucas Forcell. We'll get to the interesting stat in a little bit, but let's talk about the goal again because how often have I talked about this with Lucas Forcell? His goals, they come from the crease. He is a guy who goes to the net. He tips pucks. He gets in the dirty areas. He is a 19-year-old winger who is scoring at a ridiculous rate in the SHL. We really like what Lucas Forcell is doing. Um, okay. Now, yeah, there it is. Dreaming about uh, what now? Lucas Forcell. Good stuff. Nice goal from him. Okay, now we can have the stats. Sorry, Alex. I, I jumped the gun here. This stat is, is this is interesting. Okay, quads. That's why I tweeted out. Interesting stat. So Lucas Forcell, you remember when he was called up to the SHL, right? Boxing Day. What were you doing? December Shopping 26th, for yeah. freaking Legos. While I'm sitting here watching SHL hockey, you're in the Lego store. I buying, was actually. Uh, buying roses or something. Typewriter. How about the typewriter? The typewriter, whatever it is. So since that day when he came up and got called up, no SHL player under the age of 27, not 20, 27. That's 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. Every player up to the age of 27, nobody has more goals in the SHL than Lucas Forcell. Tell me that's that's impressive. That okay? is impressive. Like, that yep. is very impressive. I, I, 
I'm trying to like really give some some boost to this because this is an impressive stat. There is no player under the age of 27 who has scored more goals since Lucas Forsell has been called up. They got something with this kid, and he's when I talk to him, he talks a lot about listen. His goal is to come to the NHL, but there's no rush. When the Canucks start to see stuff like this, do they want to rush him over to the AHL? Maybe. He's got another year on his contract over there in the SHL, but there's a new transfer agreement obviously made between the NHL and AHL alongside with the SHL and Swedish hockey in general. You can get this kid over to the A if you want. I don't think it's going to be next season. I think he's going to go back to the SHL. He's going to play consistently throughout the season there in the SHL. Year after that, wouldn't shock me to see it uh, at that point. So we'll see what happens with that one. And I'm getting in. I don't know if we want to do this today because I think we're going to wait for the article to drop. We're waiting. Listen, I've been waiting, but I just I'll just say this: I'm out, I'm back in my groove, watching draft prospects, drinking energy drinks. I'm excited. I I forgot how much fun I have watching uh, watching prospects for the draft, and uh, we got a couple of good ones to talk about here. Next little bit, I, I'll just quickly say this: David Reinbacker, love it. Right shot guy. And here's the other thing. I've been watching Axel Sandin Pelica as well. This everyone's saying he's the top right D prospect. A lot of the, the you know the, the scouting sites right now have him ranked higher. I just watched all of his games uh, over the last twenty four hours before uh, or after the World Juniors. Not playing a lot of minutes in the SHL. So we'll see. And and, and didn't look great. I was trying to make like a highlight tape of him. And as I'm going through, I said, geez, I think I have to make a low light tape too. So a lot of uh, a lot of things I gotta look at his stuff earlier on in the season. I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Um, but since the World Juniors, not a great showing for Axel Sandin Pelica uh, in the SHL. Not as much as David Reinbacker, who's looked excellent throughout the season, not really had a dip like uh, ASP has had. So we'll see what happens. I'll talk about these uh, prospects a little more uh, down the road as well. Okay, uh, Betway, let's go. Before yeah, before Betway, now that I'm looking at this episode, heck of an episode for, for me and my expertise, I think. AHL, I lots of AHL today. I hope people have. I hope people have enjoyed. It. We didn't spend much time on the end. Well, I feel like we kind of did with AHL ties. I think it was a good episode. Yeah, no, I think it, it's. Well, I think so. I've been. I've been having a good episode. I mean, got to talk about uh, a lot of stuff, and now we're doing Betway. Now you get to talk about Betway. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Viva Voca here. Let's get it going. Betway. I'm about to give it to you. Uh, Betway bets of the day over six point five total goals between the two teams tonight, and Quinn Hughes to put up a point. So this is a bet for the Canucks and Blues tonight. Uh, 5 o'clock puck drop tonight. You're getting home quick. You got stuff to do. I got stuff to do as well. Um, minus 120 for the bet there. A $10 bet is going to return you 18.33. That's if you have over 6.5 total goals between the two teams. And Quinn Hughes to put up at least a point in this one. And let's do it. Get to the big one. Boom. St. Louis Blues to win over 6.5 total goals in this game. And Jordan Cairo as well as Elias Patterson to both score in this game, plus a thousand. Ten dollar bet. It's gonna return you 110. You take yourself down to the Lego store. You get this typewriter is probably four hundred bucks. You can, you know, take a chunk off. It's like uh, 25% off That's that right. typewriter, probably. Yeah. What's the most expensive uh yep, Dominic got it. What's the most expensive the set? What is like I don't I'm sure there's one from like the eighties that's like uh No, not resell. I'll the, tell you when it first like, sold. Today like in the past ten years. Yeah. Do you know the most expensive Lego that's been like release price? I'm sure there's resale. It is and all the stuff. Eiffel Tower that just came out. I, that one sells for seven ninety nine, I believe. Seven ninety nine. How many pieces is this thing? Uh that's over ten thousand. Really? Yeah. But what's your thoughts how, on that? How do you manage that? Yeah. Do you have like a so, tub for each set or like. 
So you basically, like, it comes in bags, right? And you build right. it bag by bag, and that just has a lot of bags. But the way you build it is it's basically, like, there's four kind of platforms, and you get a big platform piece that you build. But then there's four bases of the tower, and you just basically build those up, and then eventually they meet um, toward what if you, the What top. if you miss a piece or something? Then you have to restart. The it, whole thing. Well, it depends how long it takes you to realize you missed a piece. It, you usually don't get that far, because... Usually you can't keep building if you miss a piece. What about the Star Wars stuff? That's got to be expensive. That's what I'm seeing. Well, now, right. but yeah, I mean, when it all first came out, like the right. a, the actually I should no the ATAT is the one that I think that's uh, eleven hundred dollars. What am really? I saying? Yeah, that that's the most expensive one I think. What's the that? ATAT? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Star Wars it's guy. It's the either. giant. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. It's the big giant thing. Big giant thing. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. looking at I'm looking at some of these. Did you finish right? Betway? Uh yeah I did finish okay that nineteen plus uh, if you what about the play, Millennium Falcon play responsibly yeah, yeah that is a good one uh Dominic got the word of the day as yeah, well did, but the so. Millennium Falcon that is uh that is very cool there's a uh, I'm seeing this twenty twenty twelve Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Antonia's Pizzerama yeah but you're looking at retired yeah, now sets I'm seeing, right now I am in twenty twelve which I've dude. got a couple of you do what's your most expensive uh, one not, nope not not saying you don't want to do it nope. eh? I'll tell you about it I know because that's the thing you and you and all you folks over there at the here's the the Taj Mahal. Fifty nine or five thousand nine hundred and twenty three yeah, pieces. Yeah, retired though. No, it's it's you can buy it on Amazon. Five thousand nine hundred and twenty three pieces, five hundred and ninety nine dollars. That's a cool one. That's not a new Oh, it is a new set. New that set, released right in twenty twenty two. This one too. I don't know how old you're supposed to be. You gotta be sixteen plus to play with this thing. A, a lot of the ones Why? I have are Why typewriter have, is eighteen plus. Once you're says. ten plus, like what what else what are you learning in those six years that you don't didn't know already about Lego? No, I, I don't know. It's like they 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 make these adult sets so adults feel okay playing with Lego basically. Oh, I see how. Uh, do, do you think if you tried to buy this at like I don't know where you buy it, Toys R Us Lego store Lego store? You do you think they would like you go in there and you're 14? They're like, hey, sorry, no, bud. you don't get ID. Sorry, bud, Lego can't store. get you this uh, this Taj Mahal thing. No, because you could do it if you have uh, parental guidance or supervision. No, I'll tell you what though, that typewriter it was very hard, and I, I thought maybe I should wait a couple of years before I even try building this at 22. Okay, we'll close it out there. Uh, thanks for asking me about Lego. I never get to talk about it on the show. Uh, for my co-host, Chris Favor, yeah, tomorrow, and our technical Tomorrow producer, we'll ask you about the dog. That'll be another 40 minutes. Right. Uh, and our technical producer, Alex Lard. My name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to oh. another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Almost slipped it up. Slipping it around. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.